Welcome to the Instagram Stories Weekend Edition. I'm your host, Daniel Hill. I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who sent me really nice messages based on my last episode dealing with the death of my grandmother. All of you are so nice and I really appreciate you reaching out. It makes me feel like we have a good connection. You listen to me, you respond. It makes me feel great. Thank you for the support. Let's get into the news. There's a lot of it. Let's start with Instagram news. The head of Instagram, Adam Osari, posted in his broadcast channel, New Test Alert. Today, we started testing the ability to share your stories to multiple audience lists. This allows you to share stories to smaller groups and gives you more control over who can see your stories. As someone who uses close friends often, I'm pretty excited about being able to create additional lists for the people in my life. And then he shared a screenshot. He has close friends, which only has five people, a group called SF Foodies, which has 32 people, a group called Siblings, which has two people, a group called Travel Crew, and he can pick which group he wants to share his story with. I like this as a concept. I think if this was something that stories had back in 2017 or 2018, I would personally be more interested in it. But these days, I would rather create content for a wider audience to see. Although plenty of people use Instagram for personal, for friends, family, and they keep things very private and secure. So I could see, for instance, having a group of users or followers that you call work colleagues and then a group called family and you share some stories with the work colleagues and some with your family and they're all private so not your regular followers can see those. I see that as a concept. Interestingly, right after this new test alert that Adam Asari posted, he created a poll and it says, would you share your stories to multiple user lists? The interesting part is the response. 12,400 people said, yes, I want this, which was by far the majority, whereas 5,100 people said, no, close friends is enough. I personally voted in the no close friends is enough category because that's good enough for me, but I could see the attraction of why someone would want to have multiple lists in order to share their stories to. In other Instagram news, the outlet The Information is reporting that Instagram is hosting focus groups with creators to learn what would make threads more appealing. There's a quote from the article that says, quote, many product level leaders at Meta are in favor of having news on Meta's apps, arguing that it attracts users and keeps them engaged, while Meta's most senior leaders are strongly against it because they consider it to be fraught with problems, end quote. This is a very interesting concept because what would make threads appealing? I don't have a magic bullet answer for that question at all. I think there's so many ways that you can share information now that a text-based thing that was very new and exciting in 2008, 2009, 2010, in 2023, I don't think we need it personally, but that's just my opinion. I wanna give credit to Instagram. They are working very hard to get input from creators on what will make their apps successful, but they're also looking for ways to support creators and help them grow. They did a very large event in New York City. I am in the New York City area and I was not invited to this event. I'm not sure why, but anyway, here's a clip of Adam Asari talking about this NYC creators event and what happened. We actually did a couple this week, but met with a bunch of creators and memers and social media managers today. Also did an Ask uh, Me Anything or a fireside chat or an interview with MKBHG yesterday, I think it was. The group of creators are trying to see as many as they can while I'm out here. 
Sorry for the bad audio quality on that clip, but if somebody knows how to get me invited to those kind of events, I would really appreciate it. Maybe I need a press pass or something. Does anyone know how I can get a press pass? That would be a good start. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about a TikTok tip and we're gonna talk about Be Real, so stick around. Are you ready to monetize your social posts and ride the instant shopping trend? Check out becauseiloveit.com, known as Billy. I've connected with them recently and I'm loving their vision to empower influencers. Whether you're on Instagram, TikTok, or any other platform, Billy is where you can create your own online store to feature products you love. The best part is that brands reward you with a commission on every sale. Easy as that. Visit becauseiloveit.com slash Daniel Hill to join Billy and get $100 in free credits to share with your audience. Head over to the link in the show notes to learn more and sign up. Welcome back. Let's get into a tip for TikTok that you might not have known. Have you ever watched a video on TikTok and maybe you did something else on the app, like you refreshed the For You page and that video that you just watched, maybe you wanted to save it or comment on it, now it's gone. How do you get it back? There's no easy way to go through all the videos that you've seen. Well, actually, if you go into the TikTok search bar, which is up at the top, and type in whatever you remember about the video. Maybe you remember that it was a specific kind of dance or the person was talking about a specific vacation spot or whatever. Type that in and then you'll see three dots on the top right. Click the three dots, then select filters and you can select watched from the video category. The video that you're thinking of, if you have watched it, will show up and you can find it again and then comment or save or whatever you wanna do. I really like this tip because this has happened to me so many times, it's so frustrating, but being able to search based on videos that you've watched is an absolute game changer. Oh, there's one more thing about TikTok I wanted to mention. October 3rd is Mean Girls Day. I think I mentioned that on the show. In observance of this date, this event, Paramount Pictures launched an official account for Mean Girls on TikTok and they made the entire movie, one hour and 47 minutes of it, available for free, broken up into 23 clips. I love this concept because it capitalizes on the marketing for an older movie that many people have seen, but many people have not seen as well. It's an advertisement to join Paramount to watch the video if you wanna watch it on your big screen in a comfortable manner. And because it's such a quotable movie that's such a part of pop culture, it's a great way to be able to like riff on those clips, maybe do audios off them or act out different scenes or whatever. I absolutely love this concept. Also because I like the Mean Girls movie. And lastly, let's talk about Be Real. Do you remember Be Real? It was an app where you would get a notification to take a picture of what you were doing in the moment using the front camera and the back camera. I liked this concept because you only got a two minute warning to take that picture. You didn't have time to take a shower or do your hair or whatever. You just had to go with what you were doing. But the app was also really not that exciting because when you would get the notification, a lot of times you would just be working, stuck at your desk, not doing anything exciting. If you were on vacation when you got the notification or you were somewhere exciting, then it was a great feature. I absolutely loved it, but that happened to me very rarely, especially when this was during the pandemic. With all that context about the app, it seems like interest in the Be Real app has gone in a sharp decline. According to data compiled by the research firm SimilarWeb, the app Be Real has been losing traction in the US, 
where the app's monthly active users on iOS and Android have declined from a peak of 3.7 million in November 2022 to just over 3 million this past August. The point of apps being available on the marketplace and part of culture is that they grow. Additionally, Similar Web told TechCrunch that BeReal's monthly active users globally have declined to 16 million, which was a drop from last year's reported 20 million. Now, BeReal pushed back, noting that the app has more than 25 million active users worldwide and says third-party reports are just estimates and its own internal numbers are more accurate. You can take that certainly with a grain of salt. I absolutely would. But what I would look at as a metric is how many people you see using the BeReal app. Ask people, your friends, younger people, ask them, do you use Be Real and see what they say. I'm guessing they don't use it. They thought it was cool for a little bit and we've moved on. That's my thought. That's going to do it for today's episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to come back on Monday for Masari Monday. I did download the clips for it, but it seems like he recorded them on a plane, so the audio on those is not great, but I will do my best to improve the audio if I can. So be sure to come back for more social media. Instagram news got you covered. Sometimes even TikTok relevant platforms in the metaverse ahead of a wave without a break or a pit stop. Still waiting for Zuckerberg to give me the big job. Pause. Use trademarks and logos with Insta's permission, of course. If you like the show and you gain some good info, maybe leave a review. It's a type of applause. Just drop me a message if you want to collab. If you got some good content or you want to run ads, at Daniel Hill Media is where I am. TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram.